0: Hey guys, welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with Dan and Colin. And we won a playoff game. Are are you as shocked as I am about the outcome of this? This is the
1: positive playoff zone. Or playoff positive zone. You
0: down with PPZ? That's what this is. Positive playoff zone. Yeah. There's no slander. There's no giant slander anymore to be spoken of on this podcast.
1: No, because like I told you on that that thread, uh, that this is the only time in any of our years as uh, a a giants fan and a, a giants team where we can uh we can aim for the stars we can dream big
0: the last time the giants won a playoff game i believe we won the super bowl if i'm we not did. mistaken so That's uh, true. you know and and I, I think well that team was a good team i, I will say that the previous super bowl in uh oh seven oh eight that was a very surprising team you know i think had better pieces, especially on defense than this one does. But, you know, I'm ready to be surprised again. We've made it this far. Why not? I know at the beginning of the year, we're like, there's no way the Giants will ever win the Super Bowl. But, hey, here we are. Yeah, A man can dream, can't he?
2: R.W. McQuarters was making great plays for us back then. That's true. That's
0: true. Great name, by the way. R.W. McQuarters. Great name. He can only come in on the McQuarters package. With the quarters package for DB for four cornerbacks. No, I don't think that's it's true. not a good joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Hey guys, as usual, please follow big blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us at BBU pod, most of the Z watch me fight with some Eagles fans this week. You know, whatever uh, I had COVID. So I've been bored. <laughs> I'm there being a jackass. Uh, it's been fun. And uh, don't forget to download the DraftKings app. Use promo code T P P N. Lots of good gambling this weekend. Make sure you bet on the giants, all the parlays, all the bets. I don't know what the over-under is, but I think it's a uh, seven and a half they're getting.
2: Oh, I didn't check the line.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think don't, I saw it. Don't even it, need I the spread because yeah. I'm confident.
1: I mean, this Am is – like, I don't know, not really. <laughs> it's exactly the spot that we always want to be in every single time this team's in the playoffs. Every single time. Under no nine? one no, – Like, actually, no one thinks we can do it. So, great. Perfect. What
2: Perfect. was that stat that came out? The Giants are are 6-0 and against number one seeds in the playoffs? Yes. That was a good one.
1: I like that. Um, And and this is an exact flip and a possible uh, revenge opportunity. When the Eagles were the sixth, we were the first. They came in in the wild card or not on the divisional round and smacked us up. uh, However many years ago that is is at this point, but it's still. uh, Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, 2006, I think maybe. Um, Yeah, so we can uh, we can do it again. Momentum's on our side. They're cold. Uh, a week of not playing, you know that's not great in a situation like this. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care how good they look this year. Um, and it's it's house money time. Uh, we lose. We had a great season. No one's that upset. They lose. It's a failure. So
2: this is perfect. That's that's the position the Giants like to be in, right? Just mm-hmm. unexpected gravy train. Colin, but you don't you don't think they uh, <clears throat> lost momentum by benching the starters against? Uh, the eagles in the last week well
1: done well done sir well done does tj feel a little silly right now is that possible
0: i don't i don't ever feel silly (laughs) about any of my takes um because you know this is a sports podcast it can go either way you just got to throw some mud on the wall it's not always gonna stick man yeah the pod would
2: suck if we all agreed about absolutely everything too that's true
0: exactly you know uh i mean i don't if if there's anything that that we should apo- be apologizing for, you know what it is, and I'll apologize uh, for, yeah, you know my my Daniel Jones slander throughout the season. However, you know when you are watching this whole thing progress, you really didn't see that much until what the last three games, and then all of a sudden, you know, things have changed drastically. Um, so yes, I will I will say that I if I'm wrong about Daniel Jones, which it looks like I might be, I am. It's the happiest I've ever been about being wrong. <laughs> But, you know, you have to take what, what you see. You can't just, you know, a lot of people are like, he's going to be great. I know it. It's like, well, yeah, I, I no, need empirical evidence to yeah. t- to make an assumption like that. So for me, I have, I have that evidence now. I've seen it with my own eyes. So the people who, you know, were thinking this way the whole time, congratulations on making the right guess. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I'm really proud of you. And I'm really happy for the Giants mostly. Even if I'm wrong, I don't care if I'm right or wrong about things. If uh, and you know when I'm wrong and it's it's for the best of the team, how can you be upset about that? You know,
1: and you know, best case scenario, this is just a springboard for him to actually build on. Great, you know, he's gonna he's gonna be with us next year. I, I feel like that's almost a gimme at this point. Oh yeah, 100%. we we won't know what sort of deal is figured out until the season's over. I would imagine, and
2: uh, we should talk know, about the game to... before we talk about deals and No, no, I know. Yeah. I'm it was I was
1: just touching
2: on it quickly. Yeah. And do, before do we guys
0: go want off. to uh maybe start with the the Vikings here? Do you want to jump into the Eagles first? Oh, uh, no, the Vikings. Let's let's go let's over recap. The Vikings. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so uh Giants obviously won. We were we were just talking about that. Um it's 31-27. Uh moving into divisional round. What's what's the my favorite stat from this game is coming into this. The Vikings had uh 11 wins this year with uh, one score or less. The Giants had eight wins um, this year, one score or less. So we won by one score or less shocking.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's going to probably be something similar this upcoming weekend. So get ready for it.
2: Colin, you know what I was thinking about <clears throat> how uh, dable has got this team playing a little bit. Mm. And this is for uh, that Venn di- diagram of the people listen to our podcast and follow uh, soccer Uh what do they call, uh, the, the Netherlands style of soccer, total football? Yes. I feel like that's sort of what the giants are doing. Like it, it's total American football in that they're just maximizing and not making mistakes and doing the right thing and playing to the strengths of the players, making, you know, easy throws, making the right decisions when like on fourth downs, um, they're they're just playing complete considered football.
1: And you know what the wild part about it is is flipping it on its head and how it got to that point is being a pass heavy first to set up the run team for this game in particular, which is not something that we've done all year all year.
2: Yeah. Well, it's so, because they're total football and the Vikings pass defense is trash.
1: And so they why? also didn't think that we would do that at all. They thought we'd come out and run first, first, second down, third down. They threw pass on them
2: it... all over them, whatever, four weeks ago, though.
1: Well, yeah, but then they see the, the whole cross-section of what we've done the rest of the season, and what do we lean into? That kind of style. Um, I, yeah, I guess you're right. They, they probably could have expected us to, to kind of uh, throw it this time, too, because it worked well enough last time. It's like we always – we knew that their defense was going to be – uh suspect and more times than not they they kind of were it was uh there was way too many wide open people for us which is incredible and no. it's not going to be like that on saturday so
0: no 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 i mean um though i think the game plan you know w- was very similar con i think the, the, the one fundamental aspect that was different is that daniel jones ran the ball far more um yeah. and it wasn't mostly design runs it was scrambles he put his body on the line i mean i can't Think of how many, you know, first first down conversions that he was getting with his feet, and you know, in critical oh moments that really were, you know, keeping these drives and the momentum going. I think that's where your element on offense really was differing from, from the previous game. You know, I said I wanted to, you know, see Saquon c- carry the ball more, but that clearly wasn't in the cards. Instead, you had, you know, Daniel Jones throwing again for 35 times, but, you know, 300 yards and two touchdowns. So those are numbers yeah. that we haven't really seen from him, you know, Even when I think the last time when he hit 300 yards, when they played the Vikings before, that was maybe the only other game this year. So, but we we did see better passing concepts, I thought, and and Mm -hmm. and more routes and more interesting play calling. And I really think the Giants' offense is just you know running on all cylinders and and is really you know evolved from Mm -hmm. that you know has to run through Saquon Barkley to win games, which is basically what it was like the whole year. But now we're seeing a fully. Full-dimensional offense running on all cylinders going into a team against the Eagles, who are basically, you know, pretty downtrodden and are getting cold at the bad a bad time. You know, while the Giants are just so hot right now. Those Giants are so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I I have to say that, and I don't know what it is if it was scheme or if it was just like serendipity or whatever you want to call it, but more or less everybody on the offensive line was solid for the first time, I think all year. Um, yeah, there were some plays where, where Jones got sacked and, and I think more than anything else that was coverage sack situation. So that's a little bit better for us in terms of, uh, you know, it was just good defensive back work. Uh, but for the most part, all of our runs were forward leaning. I mean, there was a couple of losses, but not a lot. And, uh, you know, people were moving. There was pulling all over the place. Didn't matter what position you were on the line you were pulling. And it was like,
0: wiping people out. Bellinger was wiping people out. It was incredible. That Kenny Galladay block, that was the one. Dude, you know... You earned I, the $17 million for that I one mean, block, I I know, bro. that's the
1: joke, but not for nothing, it kind of says a lot of him to at least do the 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 Yeoman, yeoman's work and, and not really care. It's almost like he knows he's shot, and he knows he's done, but he's also just like, ah, oh, crap, look at me. I'm on a playoff team. I've never been here before. How would I actually just contribute even a little bit, right out into the sunset and people can say whatever they want for, of me. It was cool to see. He put in a lot of effort on the couple of plays he was in and we'll take it, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I, I want to touch on a little bit of, of Daniel Jones running. I feel like in this game, <clears throat> I just noticed a number of times where he made more like athletic moves where he would almost set up a block and then cut it back. And Mm. instead of just, you know, flooring it for the edge and and hoping to make it there, um, just sort of more. It seems like he's getting more comfortable as a as a runner, um, which was really cool. Um, And as far as the passing game, I I think, again, like to the credit of the offensive coordinator and 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 the head coach, they were explicitly attacking certain parts of the field. Like how many crossing routes were just wide open. Um, They're just hammered the Giants. Find a vulnerability, you know, from an offensive standpoint and just keep hitting it and hitting it until it stops working. Remember like that game when they were just doing the the bootlegs just mm-hmm. over and over again until the other team came up with a solution? And yeah. then they have a plan B. It's not just like once they figure that out, like we're screwed like we were the past 10 years. Isn't
1: that amazing? Isn't that, <laughs> you know? ama- isn't that crazy how Someone that like, works
2: when people with a brain? <laughs> like this play knocking. works great. All right, we're going to do this. Like, what if it doesn't? Oh. Uh, like, that, yeah, that's never no a consideration. It. Yeah. Um,
0: I, lo- I love what Kafka was doing, man. And I, I, I think that you're right. Just changing things up. And, and and it's the little things. You know, it's like it's those route combinations and the creative motion. And, and you know, finding ways to get these receivers who aren't super talented open. And then, you know, Jones has having the vision now to really, really get them the ball. I mean, it's funny to think about, like, Isaiah Hodgins was a practice squad guy. You know, eight balls, 105 yards in the TD in this game. Um, great story, obviously. I mean, what they're doing is, is, is just remarkable coaching wise. And I, I think it's yeah. on the other side of the ball, it, it, too. It makes it, it kind of hits the same way. I think the first Vikings drive, you saw them running, you know, man to man. Adoree Jackson was following Jefferson around. And basically that first touchdown, you know, Jefferson runs across Adoree has a bad angle. Jefferson scores a touchdown. He's got four grabs on that, on that drive. Then all of a sudden the rest of the game, you know, they stopped blitzing and they're just running zone the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it worked and And they were getting pressure. I'm not going to say they didn't blitz the whole game, but it was, you know, in terms of a wink Martindale run defense, it wasn't what you were expecting to see. And you know, that's because they had a plan B, you know, and it worked. It's not just, you know, Oh, well we're screwed because they're running hurry up and I can't get my, you know, third down package out on the field to, you know, run my creative blitzes. Nope, it's just we'll flip up the script and run a whole different scheme the rest of the it, game. That's what we have to do.
1: It's chess because I think he thought, all right, well, I have this reputation as being a blitzer. That's what my defense is built on, predicated on. And, uh, well, guess what? They're not going to see that this time. And let's see if they can figure it out because they've been training all week, uh, expecting a bunch of exotic blitzes and, and, and weird packages. And it wasn't. It was, it was rushing with four down linemen a majority of the time. Maybe an extra guy from here and there, but like you weren't seeing cornerback or safety coming up, it just really didn't happen. The only time you yeah. saw them near the line of scrimmage is when it was a running play. And like Darnay Holmes, who arguably could probably be a better safety than he is a cornerback, uh, <laughs> you know, he's pretty good at tackling, uh, which is pretty sweet to see when he's not holding anybody. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I'm not getting it's positive it's positivity, still, yeah. I think
2: that's it hits on the same things, like everyone, all, all the like the lazy boy. You know, uh, coordinators or people, couch coordinators that are watching the games, you know, look at the Vikings and you're like, you can't blitz them. That's the one thing you can't do. Is Wink Martindale going to deviate? And you know, maybe in past years he wouldn't, but you know, there's something about the camaraderie in this coaching staff, the 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 focus that uh, on winning. And you know, like TJ said, they stopped blitzing. They started to bracket Justin Jefferson on every every play. They had seven defensive backs on the field the majority of the game because why even bother with linebackers when you have our linebacking core and you have Dexter Lawrence just eating people alive every (laughs) single play, man. I mean, that was what carried us to the two previous Super Bowls was being able to get pressure on the quarterback with four down linemen and then just all the other resources on making sure there's no huge pass, no huge explosives. And that's a perfect example in the Vikings. you know, The Vikings aren't really like a – a dip and dunk team. They are rely on explosive plays from Justin Jefferson, or maybe they can break off a run or two with Dalvin cook though. He hasn't done it in a while. Um, And they need to exploit those in order to win. If you can curb that, you know, you're going to, you're going to win out because we're a better coach team and we make less mistakes. And Daniel Jones apparently doesn't throw interceptions anymore. So we're going to usually win the turnover battle. Um, It was just, it was just understanding every aspect of what the giants are like a real self-awareness of, of the team. And then, you know, ultimately like, you know, fully utilizing it and fully realizing what the best version of that team. So um, really no complaints. It was a really fun game. I hadn't, I am just screaming, whispering to myself at my in-laws house as my kids were asleep in the room next door, but (laughs) I had a good time. A good sad time watching by myself
1: <laughs> well it's not sad because you know some of the things that you were texting tj and i really put a smile on my face i will not share exactly what you said but it, you were very excited and um i'm i was very excited there with you and it was good to see because you know dan it's been too long i think we need to uh embrace this team right now and uh ride them to the top that's what she said
0: hey i also you know i had to watch the game alone too dan got the i was gonna go to collins house and then i got the covid Mm. now here i am just you know spending a week at home uh doing whatever i want um not being really sick at all video games so Barbara, yeah i've been playing a lot of video games good what madden actually oh yeah how's the new one uh you know it's the same as all the other ones but um i i got it because it was on sale so why not
1: (laughs) I don't have uh, how, it on anything, so. Are they are they a lot better at, like, actually grading current seasons and teams? or? Is uh,
0: it... Well, it's like, like I feel like when we were playing a lot years ago, like, this is like the 08 Madden, it was like they would base the ratings on who was in the league at the time. Yeah. So, like, the best player in the league is going to be 99. The worst is going to be, like, whatever, 60. But now right, it right. seems like they're rating it on a scale of all time. So, like, dudes who are, like, in the 75s and stuff are, are like, good starters, basically. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. like, very different than it used to be. But it's fun. That, that's I cool. started a franchise with the Giants, you know, did some drafts, got a quarterback. It's all good to go. You cool. know finish like draft. That. Anyway. Um, I think
2: we should talk about um I some, didn't wait. Some I plays. I did want
0: to go back to, to one thing. Because, yeah. um, um, you know, Dan, when you mentioned Dexter Lawrence, I, I was going to say that it would, would be awesome, too, if uh Kayvon could get involved and not, you know, get held every play. Well, and never get a flag thrown. I mean, that that's... was frustrating to me a lot all of year. year, all all. It has been all year, yeah. Oh,
1: it's awful. I don't
0: understand why it's always him. It's so well, I,
1: it's funny you you brought up Dexter Lawrence in general, though. I went going to him because I I realized just a moment ago that we haven't had such a great defensive, like great great defensive tackle since like Leonard Marshall, and that's the 80s. So I mean, I guess Keith Hamilton, if you want to say a little bit of the 90s, but like this is. This is crazy
0: and How did we're getting he not all... get second team all pro at least when I didn't when I saw I didn't see him on the first team I was like, okay, that's did fine he second team And then second team wasn't on that either. I was like what? this really? is shocking to me. this is shocking to me. oh because yeah. it's
1: it's the hate New York button.
0: yeah something like that man. Andrew Thomas is on it at least so yeah all right. but um anyway Dan, you want to talk about some plays let's talk about some yeah. plays maybe. I mean I feel like there
2: was there's a number of like you know very memorable plays uh, that that occurred. Statue of Liberty. Game. A statue of liberty, with a little swag to it. I feel like Daniel Swa- was feeling swag swag chew
0: of
1: liberty. Yeah. Dude, he he was like locked into his own. I mean, I said this to you guys too. I mean, I feel like there were a lot of plays that we just we've not outright seen all year, and they were just yeah. out for the playoffs, and it's only going to get crazier.
2: Yeah, um, <clears throat> my favorite play was it was about three three and a half minutes left in the game, fourth and one on on you know, our side of the field, I guess it was like the, the 45 and we went for it and yeah. got it. I feel like that was absolutely the, the best thing ever. Like that's, that's what you should be doing. You should be, you know, that's the attitude they had all season. That's the belief they had in the team all season. It was a couple, it was, it was a yard. They've been getting it all season to not go for it and to play ultra conservative again with all that time on the clock. <clears throat> like just no. Just be yeah. who you are, like it was amazing. That that made me want to punch a hole in the wall. It was. It was we knew it that was identity
0: great. from from week one when they went for exactly. went for two to to win the game. You know, yeah. they were they're not scared, man. Two for two on fourth down. Both both plays were good. And they Incredible.
2: punted. They punted, but it it also you know what that did was it gave us another set of downs, took a bunch more time off the clock. Like it was awesome. It was yeah. the best.
0: I. I don't, uh, uh, I, I love that ha- Isaiah Hodgins catch. That was my 26-yard catch. Unreal. Uh, was, that, yeah. was that your Geto favorite play? On the sideline? One of them. I mean, okay. there was a lot of good plays. My favorite my favorite play was every time Dexter Lawrence hit Kirk Cousins. Probably. I, ha- yeah.
1: I, I have a, a peculiar one, and it's mostly because of the usage of players and how the, how this season, and especially late season, has gone. Uh, for one of the three to four snaps that Cordell Flott had, yeah. deflecting that pass. I mean, that's,
2: he didn't play a single play all game.
1: Yep. And yeah. he comes in and does that, and he's prepared to do that. That's coaching staff, like snaps, supreme mastery, out. right
2: there. And yeah, for a player that was touted as as raw coming, yeah. in this year.
0: That's my favorite play. Yeah, he's had a number of, of of good plays this season, which I which I think bodes well for the future for him. You know, yeah. I mean, he's tall
2: and he's long and he's fast. Like he could be good. Yeah, you got to get got to get that technique down. Yeah, you uh, I the love world, the. But Daniel, like everyone's talking about like the no look pass, Mm -hmm. which may or may not be no look, but Eh. it was a cool pass. My favorite pass was the pass to the end zone that that almost was a catch. I think it was to Slayton who almost pulled it in. But that's the kind of pass like he needs to be attempting more and more and more. And maybe he will with better wide receivers or as he gets more uncomfortable in the system. But like that's the kind of thing you love to see. I love that.
1: And having the command at the certain times of the game where he needed to do it to the to rush to the line and call the play. Granted, yeah. he's got Kafka in his ear basically screaming at him to do it, but he has the command to actually get everybody to do it quickly yeah. and, and getting it off. And Because, you know, they were going to look at that play. O'Connell was about to, to challenge it because it looked like Hodgins was uh, bobbling it before that one. Um, but, you know, using your, using your brain.
0: The NFL playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57 and – And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and – oh, wow. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN. New customers can bet just $5 on the NFL divisional round and get $250, $200 in free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings sportsbook with promo code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
2: And I think we have to, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the, the roughing the passer call. Oh. What an egregious
1: farce that was. It was disgusting. They need to
0: figure out what that, what roughing, you know, it took them forever to figure out what a catch is. They really need to figure out what roughing the passer is because it's too subjective. He was, he had the ball still. I mean, he he didn't even slam him down. Like, I, I was confused. Did they say it was the helmet what thing? Like, he hit the no, helmet? No, no.
1: I mean, whoever, when they were commentating on it, it was like uh, it was Mike, Perre- or technique. Mike Pereira or whatever, the head yeah. of the old officiating guy. He was just like, no, I don't think it was the head because it was a glance. It was more of uh, swinging him to the ground, but he still had the ball. If he yeah. didn't have the ball in his hands, then sure. But like,
0: come on now. I mean, but that's you're gonna the... slam him down. No, like, he... no. I don't get. I don't understand what the what the rule is anymore. When I mean, no, it's no, that
2: no. close, no. that's a, that's a swallow or whistle play in a playoff. You just yeah. can't make that. Like maybe making the regular season. But you, like, I know the spirits to keep people safe and stuff. But there, there was no. Added malicious intent there, like there was no. nothing extra brutal about. He was that. trying
1: to make a play.
2: What do you supposed and it, to do? It really, could have swung the game. It really, really—that's a massive, massive call. Um, yeah, wow. I felt lucked
0: out. Yeah, I mean, and you're right, Dan. I mean, in the playoffs, a lot of times, you know, you'll you'll see a little bit more, you know. Of give. the refs, kind of stepping back, especially like with the infighting with the cornerbacks and receivers and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. I guess when it comes to the quarterback, he's right there. Everyone's looking at him, so they got to make the call, right? I don't yeah. get it. It's it, it doesn't make sense to me. It's just like a good family man, like her season. cousins, like they they have to do it. Yeah, mm. I mean, you can you can like you know, yeah, a few. If you touch Tom Brady like this, you know they call it. So.
1: Oh, good. Good to see the old man look like an old man. That was nice little segue there.
2: Out, like get out! Just yeah. get, out. get out! His face looks so weird, man. Yeah. It like it just looks deformed almost. He,
1: uh, it's it, it's Botox and child blood. I'm telling you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's Blood and. Does Tom Brady own any pizza places? Yeah, exactly. With basements. He might. Yeah. He might. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Um, You know, Dan, I did want to say one more thing that play where uh, Saquon made Dalvin Tomlinson look like a silly man. Yeah. And yelled in his face about it. Former giant Dalvin Tomlinson, I should say. And I looked it up. There's only about a a little over 100 pound difference between those two guys. So. (laughs) How much yeah. is the
2: difference of what they can both squat? That's the real question.
0: hmm That's mm. that. I bet Saquon can squat more. I I believe that. Um.
2: Also, so many ex Giants tackles, defensive tackle settings. Uh, Jonathan Hankins had a had a big play, I think, for uh, the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Yeah. Um. I feel like there's just so many ex Giants defensemen, uh, defensive tackles that are just found all over the place. I used to love Jonathan
0: Hankins. Me too. Yeah, I did too. But I love Dalvin Tomlinson too and well, uh you sure, know really linval, eagle uh current eagle linval joseph as well yeah hate,
1: hate that disgusting
0: a oh, lot uh, dan i wanted to ask you did you see like all of um um jihad wards instagram stories other than obviously the the, the really funny one with daniel jones where he, he, he showed saw, saquon yeah. and saquon was already watching film so was daniel jones so uh i'm just wondering dan uh what what what's the contract that? Saquon should get now. Uh, are we doing 18 million? Because he was watching the film right away, or
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, no, no. Honestly, that that is an actual like what is No, their... it is a good thing. Yeah, it's just fun to, you know. What what is your, your
1: perception of the man? I know it's very hard. This is the hardest time to ask you about him because you can't just outright say, you know, we should get rid of him like right off the bat there. But what do you say? Saquon?
0: Yeah, like, you mean like, like, i'm um, like the man, like as a person, or as a no, football no, player? like,
1: like, what do you do with him? Like, what
0: actually? I was gonna say, like, if you were t- gonna ask me, like, as a person, I'd be like, if my daughter was old enough, I'd let him date her. Oh, he seems like, <laughs> oh, that, he that seems like a that really say. upstanding young man. Yeah, in yeah. my opinion for hey, sure.
2: Bronx-born baby. <laughs> a little corny though.
0: He's probably not very funny. No, um, he probably wants me to like do grace to at dinner. I bet. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a, a gray guy, person. I, I don't know. So. Wait, wait. Have
1: we ever... I don't know if we've ever seen him lead a, pl- a prayer circle.
0: He wears a cross. I just assume that he's... No, a, the, so prayers. did Michael Jackson. Style cross. Yeah, style cross. Style
1: cross. cross. <laughs> <laughs> style cross. Look, we have, like, 17 names of this episode going.
0: Uh, no, the, all the good ones were before we started, I think. <laughs> but whatever. Um... Huh. Anything Wait, else to, to to get in about this game, guys? No, no, no. But no Dan has to say what he's gonna say about Oh say Dan, con.
2: say what you're gonna say. I'm sorry. I uh so you're asking me how much how we should deal with the con say. Yeah, how do how con. do you deal with him now? Well, I guess it's Let's franchise tag him. Yeah, realistically. Um I mean if there's no one else at all that would be a value to franchise tag, then I guess you could. I just I don't don't pay for him more than you want to and you shouldn't want to pay him very much. Well, isn't that why the franchise tag is good? Because
1: you get another year out of him, you don't have to worry about that right Yeah, but it's
2: a valuable thing. It's a limited resource. So if there's another more important player you can use a franchise tag on, and do it. Like
0: who? Like who? There isn't anybody. $10 million
2: for running back. That's really not that bad. That's fine. They're totally going to do
1: that. You're paying Sexy Dexy outright, so you take him out of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Um, I know. He's under contract one more year anyway.
2: Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, then I mean, sure, pay him, but just like be ready for him to suck next year.
1: Uh, also,
2: I mean, that, that's th- like this is just not running backs, role, just that's th- like not necessarily repeatable. They fall off a cliff all the time. I don't want to, I don't like, want to talk about Well, no, I'm I, I, I just the reason I bring it up is because it, it's and also he's not been like lighting the world on fire. He's been good. no, but that's
1: the thing. You can, you can possibly pay him less because of that. And he has less tread on his tires because he's not been, you know, 30 carries a game all season. So I've
0: been trying to
2: kill him.
1: Well, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's exactly it, but we can move on from there. This is an off season talk more than anything.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, you know, guys before the Eagles, I, w- I did want to ask you one question about, um, our coordinators being, being interviewed. Okay. Um, that's some news today. So Panthers and Texans have asked to interview Kafka. Colts have asked to interview wink and Kafka. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing some some research on them today, and I did find a stat that's funny. I mean, because the, these two guys couldn't be more different from one another, just in terms of, like, who they are. And yeah. uh, so Wink is 59. He's been coaching since 1986. First D coordinator yeah. job for the Broncos 13 years ago in 2010. Kafka was born a year after Wink started coaching <laughs> and has been coaching since 2016. This is the first offensive coordinator play caller role he's had for the yeah. Giants this year. My, what do, what do you think the odds are of someone actually signing either of these guys to be their head coach next year? K- Kafka
1: would be a fool to go now and try to be a head coach, in my opinion. I think he'd be an absolute moron if he did that. I think he could learn a lot from Dable in the next couple of years and see if they can build on that. Wink? On the other hand, I think he's, he's primed and ready to try to get a head coaching job, and this might be his last chance. So I wouldn't be the slightest bit surprised if he goes and jumps at something in the offseason. And we retain. Isn't that
0: weird that he's never been, you know, really even considered for a head coaching position. I wonder what it is about him that, that teams are, you know, stay away from. I mean, his philosophy probably. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. He's, he's got a lot of that, you know, swagger or whatever you want to call it. I don't know,
2: but he's also showing a a different side of, of him, you know, an evolution of him and his ability to adapt and versatile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, think, I think a lot of owners would probably love his attitude and swag. Yeah, um, yeah and I agree with Colin. I think Kafka – is it Kafka or Kafka? Or am I saying this wrong? Uh, well, I, I,
1: I, I heard Saquon call him as a nickname, Kaf. But I don't know if that
2: means that's mm. how you pronounce the whole thing. So I don't okay. know. Um, but I agree. I think I think he stands to learn a ton. And you know, all those articles about the coaching staff and how well they get along and – just like the positivity and how, how well things are working. I feel like he's probably enjoying his time. And like you said, he's got a, a year of calling plays. He's got a master play caller sort of teaching him. And I don't see him becoming a worse offensive in next year, which will only increases opportunities, increases selection, increases pay. Um, I'm sure there, there's probably a team out there that would, would hire him just because Every time co- uh, owners hire young coaches, they didn't really do good because they're not so stuck in their ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, like look at around the league. Like, how many young coaches are there now? It's. I mean, O'Connell from the Vikings, yeah. for example. O'Connell, Syrian, like like everyone, because um, they're doing stuff they learned playing Madden growing up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's
1: insane, <laughs> Mike McDaniel. Like, yeah, these these everyone. former. Former kids of our generation who played video games and yeah. love like to, to get weird with it. Yeah. It's, it's like,
2: of course Jason Garrett sucks. Like, <laughs> as are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> but True. yeah, no, I mean, I think he, I, I, I agree. I mean, obviously I'm biased. Uh, I think Kafka would be harder to replace yeah. than Wink.
1: Oh, you have and David. I, but I do
2: think that a lot of, a lot of talented people would love to come coach on this staff under dable under like what they're doing here um because i think there's a lot of faith in the system and if he should win coach of the year like any any offensive or defensive coordinator with with talent would want to be part of that so I mean, either way i think we're in good shape but i i would love to retain Kafka i think we're all stoked on him getting hired and i think he's exceeded our expectations so And what's
1: sick, too, about Wink, if the possibility of of him leaving does end up coming to fruition, think about it. The reason that he's on this staff in the first place was because Dable wanted to hire people that weren't like-minded with him, who who weren't familiar with his style and personally and what have you. What stops Dable from going out there and and handpicking another defensive, budding superstar mind to do maybe not the same thing, but... Innovative and and with it and yeah. aggressive and
0: I I'm another budding superstar mind. <laughs> if, uh, Winks mind is necessarily budding, Colin. <laughs> no,
1: no, no,
0: no. That you know you, you don't understand. You meant like I I meant after-wise. that someone
1: who is young and upcoming who has a a budding superstar mind. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm like sorry, someone who's uh, a defensive backs coach that's like yeah. really smart and has like interest you know what i'm talking about come on just
0: make davis the defensive coordinator that doesn't make sense (laughs) but when kafka leaves you know he'll just jump right in there it'll be good to go
2: you know should mention
0: that uh you know in
2: terms of hiring people as head coaches that all the remaining head coaches in in this year's playoffs are all offensive head coaches yeah so i mean i think that's a, a trend we've been noticing for a long time and i think it just more and more evident like not to say like the 49 ers was it D'Amico Ryan's is the head coach the head mm. coordinator for the 49ers right um he's excellent but he not as excellent as, as as Shanahan you know mm. like Shanahan's excellence is is unbelievable like um I think offensive head coaches are, are a much hotter commodity these days than the defensive minded ones
1: I like that Kyle is in my opinion <laughs> I don't say what the the record is. This an Irish and, thing? No, no. He 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 was a better. He's a better coach than his father was. Sure,
0: for agreed.
2: Sure. But different era. Yeah, though, and,
1: and Mike Shanahan was in a lot of really big spots, won some big games. But guess what? His son is more inno- innovative, and, and I think uh, more exciting for well, the future. Well, you know,
2: do of every parent, you know. Yeah,
0: let's see. Uh, let's see. Younger Shanahan get a couple Super Bowl rings maybe before we all say he's better than his dad. Different not era, this, man. Not this year. Different era. No, not this year. Not this year. Even though, you know, well, you know, actually, before we get into the Eagles, one more. What, is, what, is, what the heck are the 49ers doing at quarterback next year? Purdy. Whatever. Purdy. It doesn't have, matter. You have three starters on your side. So you ship out the other two morons.
1: You're going to ship draft. out
0: Trey Lance for yeah. Black Purdy. Yeah, that's I think a piece, you man. A training camp. They could, they could put
2: Saquon at quarterback and, and win games. <laughs>
0: He might be right. Yeah. Be right.
1: They,
0: could anyway, put, let's, they
1: could put you, TJ, at quarterback and probably lose every game.
0: People can't handle this arm. <laughs> people can't handle my arm. <laughs> I can throw the ball like moderately hard, like seven yards.
2: The problem's the release time, though. Your release time's slow.
0: Yeah, it's like five and a get... half minutes. That's <laughs> all right. All right. I'll just, I just need to get my timing right with the wide receivers first. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> can, we, can, can, we, like, can we put like lead weights in Debo's shoes so he runs like a lot slower? Yeah. Make my timing better. With you just got to
2: start throwing the second you get the snap. And three seconds later, it'll be out of your hand. Or just have the center throw it somehow. <laughs>
0: all The first throwing center. All they would have to do is, like, you know, let me get sacked one time, and then I'll be out. And then, you know, then you get a real quarterback playing. That's you'll kick,
1: you'll kick someone in the shins. You'll get thrown out of the game. That'll be the end of it.
0: Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Never <laughs> learned to read. Um, so, Eagles. Big game, guys. Divisional matchup for that a rivalry someone. game. It, it, a little bit. This will be the third time we've met this season. Lost the first two. Do you know what the statistics are for beating the same team three times in one season? Are guys uh, It's, it's rare. rare? I don't know it, but I'll say zero. Um <laughs> <laughs> Probably right. Probably right. Yeah. Never happened. I think, I think that's it. <laughs> but before, before we, you know, get into the gritty, I, I think we should just mention a little bit about the injuries going into this. So um, we saw a leave last game. Um, what was it? A back pinnock was out with an abdomen. They both fully practiced today. They're both going to play. Aziz was out um, as well with a quad injury. He is apparently still hurt, but he's going to play. Collins, Hodgins, Love, Moreau, also all the injury report. They're all going to play. Um, on the other side, you had Lane Johnson, Robert Quinn, and Avante Maddox. I don't even know who that is, cornerback. Those are the only people on their injury report who were actually injured. They were resting basically their entire team today. Um, They're all going to play. Lane Johnson is pretty banged up, so that's nice for the Giants. Um, He's, you know, their left tackle. Um, And obviously, Jalen Hurts is still pretty banged up, uh, shoulder injury. So that's where we're at injury-wise. Basically, you know, Giants are going to have everybody. You know, not everyone's not 100%. But, you know, what do you you guys think? How are the Giants going to win this game? Uh, Smacking them in the mouth. Um, just like, like they're gonna punch each other in the helmet until Uh, everyone breaks their hand. Or I I think Dexter
1: Lawrence is going to drop kick the entire offensive line.
0: That'd be quite the feat. I mean, I think yes, it would, wouldn't it? Oh, hey, I mean, Jason Kelsey better uh, put his big boy pants on. I hope that.
1: Oh, i no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep going I, never mind never mind i'm gonna say terrible things about that man i'm just gonna let the play happen
0: terrible things about Kelsey yeah yeah do, do you ever want listen to their podcast
1: yeah it's okay they're they're actually kind of funny interesting uh they're funny yeah they're good personalities for the league but this week he he couldn't he's dead to me
0: i don't like either of them honestly no. they're both i don't i just don't like their whole like um demeanor
1: yeah they got what a weird
0: air about them yeah, I think there's a little pretension going on there, mm-hmm. which I understand. There's a bit of cockiness when you're a professional athlete, but like, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to yeah. see it in an interview. Yeah.
2: What if, what if you and Scott were were both the best, uh, you know, center and tight end in the in, in the. NFL? My brother
0: Scott. Oh, we'd have a really good podcast. It would be way way funnier than <laughs> oh, that way podcast. funnier. <laughs> Except you wouldn't talk about football at all. It would no, be, never nothing <laughs> about football. It
1: would be about like chodes or it's uh, all chodes.
0: It's just chodes all the time, man. <laughs> chodes and burritos. Yeah, yeah. chodes. IPAs. Oh! Buck, yeah. All sorts of buck bucks and yeah, just all kinds of nonsense. But um, I think you know if if really to me what is the most important thing, and we and we said it before was that the Giants are hot. They're like Hansel, yeah. and the <laughs> Eagles are are you know. a a old man, Derek Zoolander right now. Mm. I don't have any better metaphors for this, Um, but no, you know, typically, you know, these teams have met three times. Like I said before, the last time they met, um, you know, the Eagles won by, what was it? 22, 16. So, and the giants rested every one of their starters except for Evan Neal. Um, The first game was more of a blowout and then they didn't have a Dory Jackson McKinney, the first game. So that was week 13. So going into this game, I think that, you know, the Giants are healthy. You have McKinney and Adoree back, which is going to be huge when, you know, I think, you know, uh, Devonta Smith had a really big game against them. So, you know, if they want to take out Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown, they're going to really need as much, you know, secondary help as they can yeah. get. I really, really think you're going to see Wanker on a similar defense, probably just a little bit more contained um, with Jalen Hurts. Although, if we look at the numbers from him, um, specifically his rushing in those two games, week 13, he had 77 yards on the ground and a touchdown. And then week 17, he had nine carries for 13 yards. So I don't know if that's, you know, by nature of him being banged up or, you know, Wink had, you know, developed a better scheme in order to keep him contained. But, you know, that's obviously on his mind and the Giants' mind um, in this game. And um, I think, you know, the second most important thing here is that the offense is no longer really one-dimensional, just running through Saquon. I know we said this before as well, but um, now that you have Daniel Jones, you know, looking like a franchise quarterback, looking like a guy who's going to throw 300 yards, looking like a guy who is going to do everything it can, he can do possibly physically to get those first downs, get those nitty gritty plays. Um, I think that the giants do have a good chance to win this game. I I think it's going to be a lot harder than against the Vikings, but it's really just going to come down to, you know, the big moments, not turning the ball over and hopefully generating some turnovers themselves.
1: I I want to touch on a, point you brought up that I think would be alleviated. I'll put the call out there because it just came to me. I, I, I think the way to contain or, or the attempted way to contain hurts. Someone like Landon Collins is going to be a spy in this game. I think you'll see that. Um, I, I think they're going to try to cut that out in terms of the scrambling to keep him throwing as much as possible. I don't know how Link's going to do it, but he's going to try to do it because uh I mean, who knows how to uh, play against a quarterback who's good with their feet than Wink at this point? So, why not just uh, figure out a way to, to keep him in a box and dictate what's going to
0: happen? So, you have the ultimate, you know, scout team quarterback on your yep. on your own roster. I mean, Absolutely. it's funny. So, that is a good point, Colin. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I mean,
2: I, I have not uh, crunched the Eagles tape or anything like that. And it'd be hard to say, you know, when this season, when, when Hurts had bad games, you know, what was that a result of? Um, but I think offensively, it's going to take a very uh, creative, probably, uh, uh, approach or strategy. Um, their defensive line is unreal. Um, what, how many sacks did they have that season? Like 70 70-something, 70 yeah. Um, you know, that's going to be a huge, huge challenge for our offensive line. Um, and their secondary is also – also pretty elite. Um, and while we tore up the Vikings, you know, we, we haven't been a prolific passing team <laughs> other than that this season. You know, we, we struggled, same team that struggled to pass for over 200 yards ever um, aside from the Vikings. So um, I think there's going to be a lot of wild plays. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of two running backs in the field, like more of the Brita, Saquon. I like um, that. At the same time stuff. I, I, I think that was good. That was real cool. And I know we talked about it last week a little bit, but I think this would be a great opportunity to do like the big body receiver packages with, with Bellinger and Hodges and Cager, you know, to help to provide like the optionality for helping out blocking and also being, you know, release valves. Um, I think Dan Jones got get the ball out really fast um, and continue to make good decisions Mm -hmm. um, and really just keep it close and and play that game again of like keeping it close and making less mistakes. Um it's gonna be a tough game for sure. For sure. But I think, you know, I don't I don't think it's gonna suck. Like when we played the Eagles earlier this season, I was like, this game is gonna suck. Uh Um now it's gonna be really fun. And hopefully the environment at the link is gonna be exciting. Um it's gonna be a lot of talk going on. Um I I hope
1: that uh Eagles players, coaches, and f- and fans are going to be throwing up a lot of Pizza Hut.
2: Yeah, was that like a paid sponsorship? What was
1: that? I don't know. Nick Sirianni is a is a is a big uncultured bozo. He's in a he's in a city that likes to proclaim having itself some pretty good pizza in it, and he goes and he gets is someone that? to order some Pizza Hut like a dope.
2: I don't know, man. People that don't grow up in the Northeast really don't, for the most part, at least. Traditionally care about or, or no good pizza. Like, do you never think worked, that was...
1: that Brian Dable would turn down a New York slice to get some baloney stuffed crust Pizza Hut?
2: No, he knows better
1: than that. He doesn't want to exactly. alienate his entire fan base, and that's why we're gonna win. Fairness.
0: He's from Syriani's from her. New York. Where? Jamestown, New York. Yeah, yeah, upstate. He's, oh, he's, yeah, that's close like, to basically Buffalo, like Pennsylvania, basically Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember um when Andrew Yang was running for uh, mayor of New York and they were like, "What's your favorite uh like bagel?" He's like, "Oh, I love to get uh you know like a lettuce wrap from Times Square." Yeah. And then he just immediately was like dropped from the, from the race. <laughs> Summer's boy. Everyone Barely. It was like, hey yo, uh, you know, I like uh, a schmear with the uh, with the the shit from the the Jewish deli.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the that's the mayor you want. A nice schmear. Nick nah, so was that. in it's Somers until like
2: eighth grade or something.
0: What Somers you talking about, Nick? Siriani, what's the Somers? No, Andrew, Andrew Yang. Yang like went to ah, Somers, grew up in Iceberg. Somers. Oh, really? No,
2: he, he went to he went to middle boarding school. school. He went to middle, middle school.
1: school. Oh, he lived in the town. Oh, he didn't go to public school. Then he doesn't count. He he went, well to public, went to public?
2: No, he went to public like middle school. He didn't. He he went to boarding school for high school.
1: Oh, for high school. Got but it.
2: He he did accurately represent like how much bullying went on in our high school, and yeah. how <laughs> how hateful it was. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Well. Anyway, um, yeah, positive, let's positive. Talk more positive, about positive, more ah. presidential candidates from from four years ago.
0: <laughs> no you know what I do want you know what, I, I did want to say one more thing is that you know why the Giants are better off this week because they're they're playing for each other and oh, there's a, there's a bond yeah. there's a bond in this team that's special it's a special uh, team we we haven't seen a
1: bond like this probably since 2011 frankly I mean 2016 was was not it I think they got there I don't know why the hell we got did you into see the playoffs.
0: when when, when Saquon Barkley went over to Slayton after he dropped that really easy pass and probably yeah. could have lost us the game. Yeah. Um, cause he can't catch. And then, uh, no, Saquon went over that's there enough. and like went, whispered in his ears and he was probably like, Hey bro, if you do this again next week, we're going to have a real big problem. No,
1: no. And then Dable <laughs> went up to him and said, we need you. So yeah. en- enough of the, the negativity. We do need him because he's, yeah, we, of course we do. Of course. Um, Saquon
2: went up to him and said, Hey man, I'm also useless. Um, uh, Oh, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, well, this is where we're
1: going. This is where we go. Yeah, let's end it on a. You nice know who
2: I think little... is is the most important chemistry guy? I think it's Sterling Shepherd. He is great locker room guy. I think people. I love,
0: I love that video. What? <laughs> why why do you pass. have your shirt off? You were you changing? <laughs> he had to shower. He Shredded waited a couple of days. Shower.
2: If I was like so... that, I'd never have a shirt on.
1: No, no, that's what happened. He waited. He he didn't shower for a couple of days, just so he could shower with his boys. Yeah, i
0: Shower with the team, <laughs> honey. <laughs> like honey, you stink. Take, <laughs> honey, come no. take a shower with me before you go watch the, the playoff game. No, nope. honey, I'm gonna shower after the game with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the boys. We have a lot of fun. Showers are for the boys. Mm-hmm. All right, with that, anything else tonight, guys? <laughs> Boy showers.
1: Uh, um, I don't know. I'm wearing my my Arizona uh, Super Bowl uh, sweatshirt, so let's get back there.
0: All right, thanks for listening, guys, tonight. Please follow Big Blue United Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. BB Pod with Z on Twitter. Download DraftKings app. Use promo code T-P-P-N when you sign up. And let's go, Giants. Big Blue, Big Blue, Big Blue, Big Blue, Big Blue, Big Blue, Big Super Bowl. Big Blue, Big Blue, Big Blue, Big Blue, Big Blue, Big Blue, Big Blue.